Greetings. Welcome to episode 15 of Dr. Will's Software Project Leadership Podcast, Maintainability, Part 2. In a previous life, I worked in a company that had a large number of remote sites, each of which was responsible for its own accounting. I was running a homegrown accounting package and reporting the results back to headquarters each week. Last time I talked about what it means to maintain software and why what maintenance means is why it costs so much. We should want to drive the costs as low as possible, but we don't. Why? So this accounting package was written at least 20 years before I arrived on the scene. It was written to run on an IBM System 36, so it was written in RPG2, which is not Rocket Propelled Grenade 2, but rather Report Program Generator 2. And the system was so old that it was built for an IBM System 36, which was no longer made. Nor the SSP, System Support Program Operating System, that ran on it. So it was being run on an emulator, which is a special program that was built to make a PC look like a System 36 running SSP. Note that that means that there are enough RPG programs originally written for System 36 and SSP out there in the world to make building and supporting that emulator a good business model for the vendor. Speaking of, you may be surprised at how many green screen applications there are out in the world, even today. But why go to all that trouble? Why not just rewrite it and be done? Well, because basically it worked. And it was cheaper, easier, and more cost-effective to buy the emulation software and the PCs to run it than it was to replace it with a new customized solution. They eventually did decide to upgrade the entire system to Oracle. Obligatory digs at Oracle, duly noted. But it was done in a project that spanned many years and cost a lot of money. It will never, and I know, never say never, but it will never be the case that you decide to redevelop an application, you will restrict yourself to just rewriting the program, a bug-compatible replacement. It will always, I know, never say always, but it will always be the case that you will hear the siren song of, well, as long as we're doing this development anyway, we really should, and insert the new favorite system hobby horse that everybody has. In fact, the more stakeholders you involve, the more hobby horses will appear. Eventually, you will have a stampede of them charging at you across the arid plain of unrequited software projects. And the replacement project model airplane quickly becomes a business-critical moonshot. Successful software gets changed. It also tends to hang around for a long time. But crafting software that is easy to maintain is usually not in the forefront of the developers' minds while they're in the throes of development. Why? Why not? Partly because the new Moonshot project is under-budgeted. Remember, we were only going to build a replacement? And already behind schedule. Again, remember? As the costs mount and the schedule keeps slipping, pressure increases to get the damn thing out the door. So corners are cut. Corners that don't matter until later, after deployment. Ease of maintenance, known as maintainability, comes at a price, unsurprisingly. It takes some effort to build the thing right. The cost and time and money of building things right in the first place is much lower than it's going back and redeveloping the thing yet again after the cost of maintenance of the business critical system has started to eat the entire IT budget. Next time we'll take a look at the many factors that affect the maintainability of a system. This channel is dedicated to helping software projects succeed not just in the short term but in the long. That's it for me for you for now. You have a great day and a great week ahead. You be careful out there. I'll be seeing you. Bye.